This show is brought to you by my friends at Alliance and Trust. In wild times like these, you need more than financial product salespeople. You need a firm that looks at the entirety of your life and helps you with strategies that coordinate all disciplines of good stewardship so you can manage wisely what God has given you and thrive in these times of chaos and confusion. Have a team that acts as consultants in the business of you. Call 805-372-0821 to schedule your no-obligation discovery meeting. Welcome to the Bryce Eddy Show, where we are working hard to be a threat to the Great Reset and uh, also trying to put the man back in mankind. And uh, today, my guest is Dr. Lyle Rapaki, who is a uh, private sector intelligence guy. And um, uh, the reason I'm having him on, um, as you know, we talk a lot about the border issues here on this show, and he is key in Arizona um, and has been really working on that issue there. One of the things that I find incredibly important and as an ongoing theme of what we're doing is our sovereignty and the attacks on our sovereignty at a global letter uh, or global level are um, just in, an incredible threat to us. And it is also at the state level and the states are trying to uh you know, take take more charge of this, and we're uh, in such a bad spot. So, with that, I wanted to to have uh, Dr. Lyle Rapaki weigh in on this stuff. And uh, how are you, sir? Well, good afternoon. Thank you so much for your kindness and in inviting me. I appreciate this. Yeah, well, um, you, you know, your um, CV is like a mile long because it seems <laughs> like, you know, not only are you a smart guy, but you are involved in many, many things. And um, and so I appreciate having you on the show. Um, and then, you know, this issue um, is, is super important to me. And as I set it up in the show, you know, our, our sovereignty is under attack at all levels, and that includes all the way down to our families and our, our um, you know, individual person. Um, and you see that with the, you know, vax mandates and everything else. But, you know, we are not in control of the border in the United States. And, um, and I've talked about how the cartels are what's in charge and being, you know, being, um, uh, you know, a big part of that is that, you know, community, that threat coming from the global community. So, so let's talk about what you're doing and, you know, what you found. And, um, you know, this is your show. <laughs> well, you're very, very kind. I appreciate your hospitality. Um, I, I do have some credentials, but Circle K still charges me for my coffee. I just want you to know that. So they're not <laughs> impressed. <laughs> um, about uh, 15 years ago, maybe a wee bit longer, <clears throat> I presented to the Arizona legislature issues regarding the border. At that time, I also presented to them what was taking place with what was called Agenda 21. They were not aware of Agenda 21. They were attempting to raise funds to secure the border on their own because Obama wouldn't do it. <clears throat> I advised them that that wouldn't work and that uh, the federal government would come after them. And unless the Arizona legislature with the governor was strong enough to enforce the 10th Amendment, which provides for the sovereignty of each state, yeah, uh, they're basically pushing, putting uphill. They did not know what Agenda 21 was. And so that started a relationship with the Arizona legislature and other elected officials. And over the last 15, 16 years, I've been very privileged and the Lord's allowed me great honor to uh, speak to uh, and, and counsel uh, elected officials, not in, only in Arizona, but in many other states as well on border issues, but on what you just said, which I thought was really profound, um, the sovereignty of our nation and the collapse thereof. So for the last 15 years, <clears throat> addressing border issues, but also the overall collapse of our sovereignty as the United States. And I'm, and I mean, I was surprised that you said that um, because we have not rehearsed anything, ladies and gentlemen. So I didn't know what he was going to say. I'm sitting here in my mind going, oh my goodness, what's he going to, what's he going to ask? Um, but I, I'm really, uh, that's really neat that you would bring this up this way uh, because indeed not only is our border 
uh, under siege, but this nation's under siege, and I'm not being uh, uh, theatrical. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not hyperbole. Um, no. You know, people. Uh, and I think people are starting to steadily wake up to it a little bit, you know, um, the uh, issues of crime that are being brought to the doorsteps of, you know, average suburbanites, you know, um, the fentanyl crisis, um, you know, human trafficking issues and things like that are starting to be exposed. Um, but the seeds of this destruction, you know, were, were sowed decades and decades ago. And, you know, and now we're seeing the, the fallout of that stuff. And it's um, it's, you know, diminishing, you know, the American way of life uh, for sure. It's diminishing the life of, you know, actual um, immigrants who are, you know, coming here to be Americans. I mean, it's um, it's an issue that's affecting us all. And so now people are starting to go, oh, what happened? And it's like, wait a second, you should have been paying attention years ago when, you know, Paul Revere's like you were, were raising the issue. Um, once again, I, I'm, uh, I'm really surprised and delighted to hear what you're saying. Uh, not many people grasp the insight of what you just shared. Um, I will differ with you a wee bit. I hope you won't kick me off the show, but I'll differ with you a wee no, bit. No, I love it. Uh, <clears throat> in that um, I don't think people are really grasping it yet uh, of what really is taking place, which is the uh, intentional collapse of the United States into the new world order. Um, when I addressed this 15, 16 years ago, uh, it was about Agenda 21. It's now called Agenda 2030, and it, they yeah. keep changing the name, but it, it's the same manual, um, and, and there is a manual. The, the, the globalists have written a manual. It's very detailed, and they're following it pretty pretty darn good, pretty darn well, I should say. Yeah. Um, the, uh, President Trump got involved in this, and that really slowed some matters up, and it just made them uh, beyond angry. It was, it was diabolical. Yeah. Well, that's why the, the, you know, the entire, you know, apparatus of the globalists to, you know, the, uh, to the federal government, you know, was turned against Trump in that respect because he was standing in the way of this. So, um, um, you know, by the way, on our show, our people are getting it because a lot of the stuff that, that, you know, we're going to talk about, we have been talking about, and it's not because of, you know, my brilliance, it's because I've had brilliant guests on and I'm talking to people that are really smart. You know, I, I'm just a, you know, podcast host here, but, but we have people who, you know, understand what's happening here. So, um, I, you know, I would love for you to, to give an overview of agenda 21. Yeah. Now 2030, um, and, and talk a little bit about that. I know, the, you know, again, my audience is, is somewhat familiar with that because we've had good guests, but, but lay, lay that out for us. Oh, wow. Um, from a secular standpoint, the political establishment throughout the world is establishing a one-world government, um, and they have broken, they have basically divided the world into ten regions. In North America, we have Canada, America, the United States, and Mexico, and um, Argentina, all south. That's all one region. There's no border. Uh, you go to Europe, that's another, uh, you take 10 countries and that's another region. So there's 10 regions sp separated throughout the, the world. And here uh, in the United States, as they collapse our border and basically they're collapsed now, um, that's in fulfillment of that portion of the one world government where there no longer will be national sovereignty. There will be regional sectors. Each region will have a governor um, and uh, that region will be managed by that governor, but it will be handled uh, as they just did in Davos uh, by the world community, the government of the world, the one world government. <clears throat> Biblically, this is fulfilling biblical prophecy that in the last days we will see a new world order or a global government come about doing away with national sovereignties, doing away with God over any country, any community in the church, getting rid of God and going to a secular diabolical uh, 
um, form of existence. That's what we're seeing unfold. And uh, you are one of the few, I would say, that uh, get it and are discussing it. And kudos for you because this needs to be discussed. It needs to be to a point where people are educated so they can make up their own mind as to whether or not they're going to stand or are they going to just go along with it. Yeah, well, you're definitely going to get invited back, so thank you for those nice comments. <laughs> so I haven't upset you yet, okay? Yeah, no, no, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, well, again, you know, I do want to be um, uh, appropriately humble here because it's not me. It's the fact that I've been paying attention now to really, you know, smart people who have laid this stuff out. I, You know, I think... Um, you know, the, the intelligence community, you know, uh, it invented the word conspiracy theory or that concept. I mean, it's not new. They didn't really uh, invent it, but they popularized it so that when we talk about the, the, the aims of, you know, global conspirators, you know, they can dismiss us very quickly and say, oh, these people are, you know, um, you know, talking nonsense. But the truth is, is that power, you know, as you know, and, you know, the uh, that kind of, uh, you know, driven ambition of mankind without God, this is what they want to do. Um, they want to, uh, to subvert uh, and subdue other people. And so, you know, we, uh, we we've looked at time and time again, you know, they write this stuff out. They lay it out for us. They tell us what they're going to do. And yet most people don't pay attention to that, even when we're watching the mechanics of it happen right before our eyes. That's a profound statement. Um, and I'm not trying to garnish um, favor. <laughs> well, I already said you could come back on. So. <laughs> For the Alliance and Trust family, finances in their blood. I grew up with them and they've handled my entire financial world for nearly 30 years. And as a testament to their talents, they've managed to keep me not just out of trouble, which in and of itself is remarkable, but they've helped me build real wealth. They've assisted me through complex business transactions and family matters. Now, even my daughters are working with Uncle Randy to put financial disciplines in place for their futures. Invest with people who share our values and will help you to be a good steward with what God has given you. Let Alliance in Trust help you to plan for what's next. Visit aewealth.com or call 805-371-8020 to learn more. Thank you very much. Um, but, but I mean that. Um, I don't know where to begin. Uh, you've opened up some doorways here that are very profound. Uh, it is happening before us, and yet um, ignorance is still uh, really bliss. And uh, as I've spoken on my show and, and in public arenas, uh, the church in general uh, is silent and is not taking its rightful place, in my opinion, uh, to stand up for the gospel and for the sovereignty as this nation was created. It is my belief, uh, and I wrote a little book on it uh, called Our Forefathers Truly Appealed to Heaven, um, that this nation next to Israel, which is God's chosen people, this nation was exceptional, not because it's perfect, and not because our founders were perfect, um, but because the Lord said, I choose to birth a nation that will follow my commandments. And if you look at the founding documents of this nation, they're biblical. It's not taught anymore. In fact, I, I was at a speech, I was giving a presentation that, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, if you really want to um, study a sermon, go look at the Declaration of Independence. It was taken out of the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Um, and so this nation, in my opinion, was formed to be exceptional in that we followed God's edicts. We followed God's commandments to establish a nation where we did not have one person as king. Amen. Uh, they, uh, so uh, again, what, what we have here is a nation that the foundation of it is a Judeo-Christian and it's been trying to be erased for many, many years. And George Washington said on the day of his inaugural that if this nation ever forgets 
and moves away from God's covenant, God will lift his hand from this nation. Um, And I put it in my little book and uh, the quote, exactly. I think that's what's happening. I think President Trump uh, was brought in as a gift, not that he's perfect, he doesn't walk on water, folks, but uh, he came in uh, to give us some time. He gave us four years. And look at what happened in four years. Look at how things were turned almost miraculously. Uh, and I think to give us um, uh, some time to decide who would we follow. And um, uh, I, I think we're in some really serious trouble. Uh, I think that there's a dividing taking place. As the Lord said, he would bring a sword and bring division deliberately in the church and in families and elsewhere. And I believe that's what's happening. Now, what's the outcome of that? I don't know. I'm not that profound. Uh, But part of what you're discussing here, which is profound, is the assault on the borders, uh, both in Canada and uh, our southern border. They're virtually erased. And what we have coming across the border are people from 160 nations, Um, Just uh, this past week in Tucson, which is south of me, I'm in Prescott, which is just north of Phoenix. Beautiful area, yeah. It's a beautiful day today, too. (laughs) We've been having snow and rain. But in Tucson and in Nogales, they have arrested, not Border Patrol, because they were getaways. In other words, they got away from Border Patrol. And about 30 miles north of the border... um, uh, they were arrested uh, for trafficking, and they're wanted for murder uh, in multiple countries. Uh, they're wanted for drug uh, smuggling, especially the fentanyl, which has now come from China, which has taken the place of heroin and all the rest of those drugs. Um, and the same thing is happening in Texas, where they're able to get past the Border Patrol and the Texas Department of Public Safety uh, is interdicting 30, 40, 50 miles into Texas, uh, illegals, but even more than illegals, terrorists. Yes. The national or international watch list. So I, I'm really um, delightfully surprised that you're addressing these issues and you're addressing it from a sovereignty standpoint as well as from a biblical standpoint, or you're open to it. I, that it's really uh, it's needed. <clears throat> we don't have that many platforms out there doing this. So thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, well, and, and, you know, you and I just met and, you know, we were retur- referred to each other by trusted sources. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm the only podcaster I'm aware of that has actually been embedded with the sheriff's department doing operations down there on the border as a part of a team and, it, you know, intervening in, um, you know, some human trafficking operations and, uh, um, you know, all of that's featured or, well, what we could feature is in the border battle documentary, which, um, uh, we took place, um, uh, which we took part in and all that, that, uh, you know, people who've not still not seen it yet should it's on Salem's network. And, uh, uh, it's pretty phenomenal because I think it opens up really what's happening and what you're talking about, which is it's, you know, we, we saw 21 different dialects just in one operation alone, um, in Yuma on the border where 50 plus people walked across, um, just in one, um, hour, and, uh, you know, all in a big group just kind of came over and they were from every other country aside from Mexico. And that included Eastern Europe, that included Cuba, that included the Middle East. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is completely open. And that is a big attack. Just last night, maybe yesterday afternoon, so I may be off by a few hours, but just yesterday afternoon, three Chinese individuals were interdicted um, in Arizona. Um, they were from China, and they paid thirty thirty five thousand each to their handlers to bring them over and to get them through the border and up through Arizona. Uh, it was three of them, and they were interdicted. Um, to the best of my knowledge, and I apologize if I'm off, 
people, please don't bombard me with writing. <laughs> it's, it's hard to respond to all of it, but I think those were the first three Chinese that illegally attempted to cross. I may be wrong on that, but 160 nations, and we're talking from Iran to our enemies in other nations, um, uh, are, are working their way across the border, if you want to call it that, because the border's virtually being erased. As you were suggesting in Yuma, um, the, the city of Yuma, Arizona, has now declared a state of emergency a, a couple of days ago. Uh, they are so overwhelmed with illegals, the hospitals, the medical clinics, the law enforcement, and it just goes on down the list, uh, housing, food, um, uh, traffic, uh, it's so overwhelmed that the, that the Yuma is not functioning um, as well as uh, it should be uh, because of the overload. Uh, and with the idea that Title 42 will be erased uh, later this month because all of a sudden they've declared that COVID is no longer a problem or maybe it's in May that all of a sudden it won't be a problem. It depends on the day of the week. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as soon as they do that, um, the law enforcement believes that's just going to open the door because now they don't even have to worry about getaway. They don't have to worry about registering. They don't have to worry about anything. They just come on over. We can't handle this. There's over uh, 5 million illegals in this nation right now that we know of. And I say we know of because there's a tremendous amount that are, are what's called getaways. And the getaways, ladies and gentlemen, are people who were not interdicted by Border Patrol or state police. They literally got away. Uh, they may have seen them. The law enforcement may have seen them, but they were able to skirt them in one form or another. And so there is the belief that there's another half million to million getaways. Now, you said something at the onset of the show, which is really um, right on. Uh, people are going to start to notice this because what the governor of Texas has done, the governor of Ari the old, the, the former governor of Arizona, Ducey, did a little bit, but he wasn't um, that aggressive, um, is they started to bus these illegals to New York, Chicago, Michigan, other places. And, and I thought it was really a neat process because they bust them to communities that are open to illegals. In other words, yeah. they were, yeah, they were housed. They were saying, Hey, come on up here. We're a sanctuary city. Okay, great. Well, we'll send them up there. Well, now all of a sudden with 10,000 to 20,000, in New York, they can't handle it. Ten yeah. to twenty thousand. We're not talking a million. We're talking ten thousand. And they're trashing hotels in New York City. They're trashing the streets. Uh, it's just um, unbelievable that when you take political philosophy and it meets reality, for the most part, most political philosophy doesn't last. Doesn't exist. Yeah, no, that's true. And I, and I just heard a couple of days uh, ago there was a protest um, in New York City because they were being housed in a luxury hotel and uh, and they were objecting to being moved. Um, and uh, it's it's getting to the point of absurdity. And I want to say, you know, first, and I always want to remind people of this, you know, I'm not anti-immigration and I know neither are you. And, um, you know, good flow of positive immigration in a country is an important thing. Obviously, we were built uh, as a nation of immigrants. Um, but we all came here to become Americans. We all came here with a specific set of values that we were all sharing. And that was that kind of American dream foundation. And it included people from every walk of life, every, you know, color, creed, uh, every ethnicity, all of those things. And that's what made us uh, America the beautiful. Um, but subverting that by um, having no choice in who we invite in and bring in and having no standards for that. Um, and by standards, I mean sharing the ideals of, of America and sharing the idea that, uh, you know, I'm going to become a part of America. I'm going there to become an American, which was really our strength. Um, you know, that's, that's what's damaging us. And that's, the intention behind it is 
let's erase America entirely. And let's erase the concept of America and the concept of liberty in favor of, you know, the globalist aims. And that's really where the battle is coming down to. But again, hey, you know, we want immigration. Immigration is an important thing, but it's got to be on the appropriate terms. How do you say I love you? Is it with flowers, chocolate? Can jewelry express true love? In the end, they all fall short. The only thing that can completely communicate the depths of your affection this Valentine's Day is meat. Not any meat, though. Over 85% of grass-fed beef sold is imported from overseas. That's why it has to be Good Ranchers. 100% American hand-trimmed steakhouse quality meat delivered to your door. Don't say it how you always have. Say it with meat. Right now, you can get $30 off when you order any box from Good Ranchers and use the code BRYCE. This is a gift sure to add sizzle to that special day, whether on the grill or in a pan. Nothing simmers like prime cuts of beef, pasture-raised chicken, and premium quality seafood. You can get it all at GoodRanchers.com. Perfect for the lady, the man, or yourself this Valentine's Day. Good Ranchers is the gift that keeps on grilling. Ditch the usual gifts that just don't cut it anymore. Say it with American meat instead. Snag your $30 off with my code BRYCE at GoodRanchers.com today. Love is in the air and it smells just like, you guessed it, Good Ranchers. Save $30 on your unique gift this Valentine's Day by visiting GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. again, uh, very profoundly placed and so right on. Um, when uh, just as President Trump was coming into office with Secretary Carson, Dr. Carson, Ben Carson, who uh, was who became uh, Secretary of Health and, and Welfare, um, I sent a, um, it was became classified, a classified document. It's unclassified now, and I'll be glad to send it to you. Um, yeah. Get off there. Um, I sent to them, uh, not General Delivery White House, but I sent through back channels and it went to them the medical problems that were coming up across the border because we had people at that time from about 40, 50 countries, not 160 like we have now, 170, that were coming up unchecked and they brought with them medical problems, some of which American medical had never seen before. You're talking uh, back in Africa, somewhere out in the boonies, where uh, there is no clinic, there is no medical uh, per se, there's witch doctors. And I was sharing in in the briefing, which I'll send you, um, some of the medical problems that are going to become rampant, and this is going to really impact schools because you, they're bringing all these children in here, and our schools are not set up for it. Our nation was not set up for it. <clears throat> when President Trump then moved into the White House, <clears throat> uh, and I apologize, it was a few months later, maybe six, um, I was asked to discuss the actual border, because it was his plan, and he ran on this, to build a border across our southern border. And that's what many of us have saw, the 30-foot, the, the big border wall. I submitted at that time and began to submit over about a, a two-month period uh, aerial reconnaissance of um, what was coming. And... Um, the, the impact on this was so significant that you might remember, your, your viewers will remember, that the president changed his terminology overnight and began to call them invaders. Mm -hmm. That was taken off. And I can send you that uh, report also so you can validate yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be great. There, there's still some redactions because of the sensitivity, but you can read it. You'll see the date and time and all of that. Um, and, and what I'm suggesting, what I'm sharing with you, is that I was able to have um, aerial reconnaissance done 500 miles south of the border. And we, we followed the long trails of, of these invaders, 15,000 to a, to a trail. And they all had new sneakers and new backpacks because along the trail, there were um, 
turnout areas where they could be fed and clothed and um, uh, cleaned up a little bit. I'm not making any of this up. Yeah, and no, none of that, it's none true. Of that yeah. was reported. Yeah, none of that had been reported <clears throat> at that time. So we were able to track and um, the, the, the people coming up from the south of Mexico, because a lot of times these countries would go down to uh, Honduras and, and then come up. And uh, finally, they were pooling in uh, right, right south of the border of Texas and right south of the border of San Diego. They were pooling. In other words, the, the masses were coming in. There were little makeshift communities, if you want to call it that, 25,000 illegals. It was creating a problem for Mexico. It was creating a problem uh, because we wouldn't allow them over because President Trump went ahead and closed our border. Yeah. Was, it per- was it perfect? No. But it really worked, and it gave enough time for him to start building that border fence. The numbers were staggering. Most of those coming up at that time were between 18 and 32, 18 and 35 years of age. They were males. Now, the very few times where media got involved, they showed females with babies, and it looked really um, uh, very familial. Very, yeah, you know, of course. Welcome. They put all the women up front. They put the babies and the and the moms up front. The males uh, were behind. These were all military age. A lot of them were former military in different nations, and a lot of them were cartel people. This was all proven beyond doubt, and we were able. He, the president was able to stop it with um, a lot of pressure placed on Mexico. And then also on our southern borders, he empowered our sheriffs, he empowered Border Patrol, he empowered Homeland Security uh, because the numbers were staggering, but the identification was staggering also. All of that's gone away. All of it's gone away. And now not only do we have the nations that were coming, 35, 40 of them, but the numbers are staggering, as you well know, 160, 170 nations, including nations that literally, if they haven't declared war against the United States, they're really our enemies, Iran. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, they're not, uh, yeah, they're not always coming from friendly um, countries <laughs> or friendly sources. But yeah, the remain in Mexico policy um, – you know, prevented uh, a lot of the um, caravans and things subsequently, because, you know, once, once you signal to them, oh, no, don't come, you know, it's, you're gonna have to stay there. um, You know, that, that changes the um, paradigm. And what we've seen with Biden is, of course, he's, he's signaled to them, oh, come on, you know, and, and, you know, uh, come on in, the water's fine, you know, and that, that kind of thing has signaled the opposite. And of course, that's why we've had under, you know, the Biden regime, you know, just a tremendous out of control influx of, of people from our southern border. That's a continuation of the Obama doctrine. Yep. When Obama got in, uh, he also, less fanfare, more quiet, uh, opened the borders. And um, uh, the idea was to implement Agenda 21 uh, as far as they could, and then Hillary was to finish it off. Um, they were pretty far along um collapsing the economy of the United States, if you all remember, uh, of course, our border and other things like that, doing away with the sovereignty of this nation. Uh, President Trump came into office and stopped all of that. And they were livid. They were livid that, first of all, Hillary lost. They couldn't believe that. It took months for them to even process that because it was such a done deal. And then it took them some time to process how to begin to neuter, if you will allow me, uh, President Trump, and then bring it to a point of not allowing him to be reelected. Um, as you probably know, it's on my what I believe we sent you. Um, I was fortunate, privileged to coordinate both joint legislative hearings in Arizona where uh, we discussed and we brought evidence from Mayor Giuliani and others forward on the fraud that had took place in the 2020 election. 
uh, from the time I was asked to coordinate that. Those were my that was my sixth joint legislative hearing I coordinated, and I kidded the the chairman and the I said it's like are you guys mad at me? I mean it's like hurting cats when you start uh, working with senators and representatives and keep them going in the right direction and getting <laughs> getting them there. And again, I've been very privileged. I, I have some fun, but. Um, uh, I'm very fortunate to earn their respect and their trust, so I can speak into things um, quietly, but I speak into things and say, no, Senator, we're going to go this way. <laughs> well, Dr. Lyle, I think we should go this way. <clears throat> well, that, that's a good idea, Senator, but we're going to go this way today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, great. And so um, uh, during those hearings, uh, and, and I'm sorry, just prior to the hearing on November 30th of 2020, two and a half years ago, of course, I underwent briefings, national briefings and others, about the fraud of 2020. And it became very clear, uh, the evidence was very clear, that China had set out, uh, along with four other nations, to collapse our election in 2020. Now, they started this in 2016. They spent four years, this is all fact, this is not hyperbole or a theory. They spent four years very sophisticatedly working on how to remove Trump. They had to get him out of the way because going back to the border, he virtually closed the border. I'm not saying nothing got over, but virtually yeah. closed it. So you're, you're absolutely correct. He, he, was, he became fully aware of the New World Order and he became fully aware of what the globalists were attempting to do economically, border, crime, uh, our principles, our founding principles, do yeah. away with them. He became fully aware of all of that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I was not a, uh, you know, huge uh, Trump fan in the beginning. I, you know, I have said this on the show before. I did not vote for him the first time around because, number one, I'm here in California. I certainly didn't vote for Hillary. Um, but I wanted to be able to have principled conversations with my friends who, uh, you know, were on the liberal and left leaning side and be able to say, hey, he's not my guy. You know, because he really wasn't. And as you know, that anyone who has said a nice thing about Donald Trump becomes a, you know, Trumper or a MAGA guy or ultra MAGA and, you know, all that stuff because they've, they've successfully done a great job, you know, painting everybody with that broad brush. Um, but he won me over with respect to the way that he governed. You know, I think many of us were incredibly surprised by the good things that he did and the powerful things that he did. And what he did signal to the global community. I mean, who who else goes to Davos and on their stage tells them that he's going to create a strong America and he's essentially going to oppose all that they are endorsing? I mean, it was it was pretty incredible. I don't think there's a more courageous guy when it comes to those things. And we saw that, you know, obviously, you know, you and I as believers, you know, identify, you know, many of his flaws and many of the things that uh, that he, um, you know, says in his crass ways and all of those things that, you know, we, uh, you know, we have as, as sinners, you know, moral failings, and he is, he's got a bunch of them. But he did more for Christians also than um, I think all of the previous presidents, uh, you know, in, in my lifetime combined. And so, um, you know, he, he deserves that recognition. And it is so clear that the um, you know, military, uh, or that the uh, intelligence community, that the you know global community, and and many others said, okay, we got to get this guy out because he's standing in the way of all of these agendas and and our ultimate aims. And you know, we we saw that and witnessed it in real time. And um, you know, it was a, uh, it's it's been an exciting time to live in, though. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. There's nothing I could add. I mean, that, that, that's well, very, hey, I, I do. Insightful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I do want to uh, have you add some things. You know, um, we, we've identified some pretty serious problems, um, but I think there is reason to have hope. 
And so that's what I'd like to leave our audience with is, you know, um, with respect to the, um, you know, election processes. And I was, you know, a big supporter of Carrie Lake. I was on her border policy team. Um, I, I uh, you know, saw what they did to her in Maricopa County. Um, you know, maybe you can touch on on a way forward or, you know, how can we, um, you know, have hope or be victorious, you know, going to the future? Do you have a prescription? Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text BRYCE to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bryce to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bryce to 989898 today. That's a tough question. I appreciate it and respect it because I think it needs to be asked more and more across this nation. Seriously. Um, I believe that the Lord is disciplining this nation. Um, I I agree. I will send you also um, a couple of uh, what I refer to, I titled as uh, Shofar of Warning. Um, The Lord has blessed me with the privilege of being a watchman. That's a that's an official position in, in God's um, church, in God's army. Um, I don't go around pontificating that. I want to be very clear about this. I joke about a lot of things and I have a good time, but when it comes to something like this, I, all of a sudden I, Amen. Very, I, I listen to what is, is. Um, the Lord uh, called me to the office of a watchman and I will send you a couple of <clears throat> these shofars that I he asked me to send out. And in one of them, and they're dated in time, you'll see all of that. In one of them, um, I forewarned our country that the Lord was standing ready to bring discipline, not punishment, discipline, much like a, a parent would to a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, punishment's a whole different level. By the time you really are being punished, um, you, you've really stepped in it a few times, I would say, and um, now there's not really an avenue for appeal so much as to go through the punishment, which is more painful. But with discipline, a loving parent disciplines his or her children, and I believe that's what the Lord was doing and is still doing. I believe the discipline is stepping up. I believe there's more coming. Yes. I believe he is going to humble this nation. I do not believe he is done with this nation. Uh, But I believe he's going to separate this nation to those in a remnant that uh, will listen to him and submit. The word submit, as you know, uh, Bryce, it means to cooperate. And so, again, we're not taught these words in school anymore. We don't, we're not learned. So wives submit to your husbands. Well, then they all go, no, that's, I'm not doing that. Well, it means to cooperate with your husbands. That's what it means. Husbands, submit unto the Lord for your wife. Cooperate with the Lord as a covering or a hoopah for your wife. That's what it means. But we don't know these things anymore. So I believe the Lord is disciplining this nation, and there's more coming, and it's going to be quite sober. I think straight talk like you're giving your viewers— and people at your church it is so critical, and it's um, esoteric. We're not seeing it anymore. The, the pulpits are not bully pulpits. Um, we have a grace-based church. Well, it sounds nice, but when they're doing a social gospel, instead of disciplining people and preparing them for the days ahead, I don't think it's a good thing, and that's what we're caught up in. I believe also that people need to realize, and they haven't been taught, <clears throat> they need to realize the days we're in. This is all biblical. Uh, the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 now, um, the New World Order, this is all biblical. And uh, the Lord is forewarning us that his word is coming about. It is coming 
to fruition. And he's giving us time. I think we're running out, but he's giving us time to properly get into order. And I think we're going to see a tremendous falling away in the church and in homes. There's a division coming yeah. politically and otherwise. And this is orchestrated by the Lord, by the, the Ruha in Hebrew, the Holy Spirit. This is not a mistake or, or haphazard. This is very orderly because I believe the Lord is creating, if you'll allow me that word, he's creating his church, his remnant. And you can go back to the book of Acts, the first 13 chapters, and you'll see exactly where I believe we're, we're at right now. So good news. Yes, the Lord is very much involved. His hand is very much on this nation and those that will repent. I'm hearing, I was on a show the other day, and I'm hearing a lot of call for revival. Okay, that, that's, that's fair. I, you know, I think we need that too. <laughs> But I don't hear any more anyone calling for repentance. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a legalist, by the way. Um, that's a whole different day. <laughs> but I don't I don't think you can have revival without repentance. I don't think you can have um, coming out of discipline and and being reestablished or restored, if you will, without repentance. And I don't hear that. I don't hear it from the pulpits. I don't hear it from these prophets and these ministers that are running all over the nation holding these um, conferences. So I believe if people will really humble themselves and repent from not trusting the Lord. Uh, and that's and I will tell you, Bryce, that's one of the things. Let me put my hand up and own this. And people know it. I, 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 I write on it because I get to write articles. And, and I struggle with trusting the Lord. Um, with things. Uh, I can trust him for the big things, but the little things as David taught us in Psalm 23, I struggle with. Um, uh, I'm, I'm used to taking care of matters. I'm used to being the watchman with a sword. I'm used to taking care of you, if you'll allow me the, the analogy. Sure. Um, and, and when it comes to me, like the Lord would say to me, I'm just, this is an analogy, folks. This is all it is. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> but the Lord will say, hey, that was that was really, that was good. You stood up for Bryce. You protected him. You took care. What can I do for you? Nothing. What would you like? No, no, I'm, I'm good, Lord. What may I do for you? Uh, world peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sharing with you. Um, I struggle. This is one of my areas I'm struggling with, that the Lord will take care of my minute-to-minute minute or my daily needs. I, I admit it. I, I'm struggling with it. But I believe that's what he wants us to learn, and that is that he is the Lord my shepherd, and I shall not want, and that we are to learn to yield to him, to submit to him, cooperate, and to walk in humility, which means trust. And I don't think there's enough of that being taught. I don't think there's enough of that taking place in the church, even in the remnant uh, that is being formed across this nation. And I've been very fortunate to be involved in networks of remnant right now that are, that are uh, 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 moving, as in the book of Acts, from coast to coast, border to border, uh, medically and otherwise. Well, I think that's great. And and I um, I like that reminder on repentance, because that is powerful. And you're right. Um, you know, I think we, we all want to see revival, but um, not enough of us are repenting. I mean, we're seeing that certainly with the American church who, you know, many of them, uh, you know, shut down voluntarily in these lockdowns without any bit of resistance and and have been wrong about it the entire time and accused churches like ours of causing disunity when we stood up against them and said that this is wrong and you're causing great damage and harm and you cannot tell the church that we cannot fellowship. Um, you know, many of those accused us of, of all kinds of terrible things in that process. Um, and we haven't, we haven't in, uh, heard, um, a spirit of repentance on even those little things within the church and say, yeah, okay, Hey, we were wrong in that stuff. Um, uh, forget the fact that, that many pulpits have, um, 
stood silent during the uh, Holocaust of uh, aborted babies and and not allow uh, crisis pregnancy centers to have, um, you know, their booths on, you know, pro-life Sunday and things like that. You know, we, we've seen so much of that go on in, in this modern version of the church. It's disturbing. So I think you are exactly right that repentance needs to happen. I'm not speaking legalism. Um, I know you know that. I'm yeah. not speaking legalism. Uh, legalism is a form of bondage, and I think uh, the and this is just me. I, I'm not politically correct, Bryce. I think in many many pulpits they're they're in bondage to the social gospel. I think they yeah. want so much to be accepted. I think they're so fearful of uh, people leaving and therefore income leaving. And one of the things I'll send you is the the Lord. Um, had me blow the shofar of warning to the church a good couple of years ago, uh, and that would be uh, he is going to close many churches that were never uh, ordained by him, never, and that there are people in pulpits that were never, ever meant to be. And there are some in pulpits that were called by him, but they've gotten off the mark. They have gone ahead and moved into a social gospel. They will come out of the pulpit, and they will be humbled, not humiliated, humbled, and they'll be restored. But that's a minority from what I believe the Lord taught me. And what you did, your church, was profound. You stood up, and I know a couple of other churches in California did also at great cost. But you guys stood up and um, said no to the federal government and to the state government, if you will. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, uh, I think you're I think you're absolutely right, and I uh, appreciate you spending this time with me. And how, how can people follow you and, and support what you're doing? Uh, ArizonaToday.com is where they can go uh, to look at the website, Arizona, lowercase, the number two, day.com. And they can go to that website um, if they feel so led to even contribute. And I don't ask. Uh, we put it on the website, but I'm not a 501c3. And by the way, if you go on my website, you'll see why I'm not a 501c3. I put <laughs> it all out. Uh, well, it's a trap. It was it was put into place in 1964 by Lyndon Johnson. I agree. A trap to the church. Okay, so, um, but but people can and, and they do. I don't have sponsors on my show. Uh, I trust the Lord. Um, between you and me, no one's listening right now. Sometimes I think the Lord goes a little slow, and I go, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I I'll get say it. that, folks. I'll say that." I get yeah, it. Arizona, ArizonaToday.com uh, will take you to the website. Yeah, no, that's great, and I'm glad you said that about uh, uh, the listen. The Johnson Amendment uh, that yeah. that little that was a um, uh, that was a trick that was played. Yes, a- Amen. That was a trick that was played on on the church, and that that uh, got the church to you know shut their mouths for so long. Um, you know, we we don't hear, and we'll risk it all, and we don't care about that, um, and we'll do uh, whatever it takes to speak the truth, and. Um, you know that's that's the the way we're going to go with these things. Uh, but I watch and listen to pastors that again the lockdowns were the evidence of that. They were so fearful of losing that status or upsetting people within their church. Um, you know that they weren't going to speak the truth. Amen. Yeah. Thank, I, it, this is very refreshing. I've not met you before. You're right. We haven't rehearsed anything, and I'm 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 just tickled pink to hear somebody so candid uh, uh, preach and teach the gospel uh, unvarnished, as well as um, current events. If you'll allow me that word, I don't I don't know who your viewers are. The border is a current event. Yeah. And yet again, if you go back biblically, I believe it's all been foretold, foreordained. The Lord prophecy, if you'll allow me that, through his servants, what would be coming. And yet the church has been silenced so long. People are just so uneducated. And I believe the Lord is in the process of pulling a remnant out and teaching them. And um, I'm so uh, humbled that you allow me on, and I'm so glad to hear uh, your candor. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Um, let's let's be friends and allies in this cause. So uh, to God be the glory, and uh, appreciate your time. Amen. Thank you very much. I'll be in touch. Amen. We're out. 